0: Okay, so we're on. Wrong. We're rolling. This Welcome long, to We though. Like It. What? Welcome to We Like So what? What were you about to say, Terry? You tried to step in your dick. I see that, yeah. I, I on stepped in.
1: I ain't tried shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is We Like It. So what? I'm Jamal Murphy here once again with- I am Eric Bethel.
1: And I am Terry Gravley.
0: Okay, so Eric, you got news that we can use? Yes. What have you got there?
2: Got some news. So, uh, so, so, uh, apparently there is going to be a black panther spinoff show that's coming to disney plus that is a part of the overall deal that ryan coogler has signed excuse me ryan coogler has signed with disney uh the walt disney company and this is per collider the walt disney company announced a pretty massive five-year overall exclusive deal with ryan coogler's proximity media banner and the first project out of the gate is a doozy Kugler will develop a Black Panther spinoff series set in the kingdom of Wakanda. Not much more is known quite yet about the series, but I would happily accept it, uh, accept a fast paced political drama within the various factions of the ancient high tech society and or something where Winston Duke's M'Baku is just kind of hanging out or doing whatever. Uh, that was from uh, Vinnie Mancuso from Collider. Uh, And this from Bob Iger, Ryan Coogler is a singular storyteller whose vision and range have made him one of the standout filmmakers of his generation. Uh, With Black Panther, Ryan brought a groundbreaking story and iconic and iconic characters to life in a real, meaningful and memorable way, creating a watershed cultural moment. We're thrilled to strengthen our relationship and look forward to telling more great stories with Ryan and his team.
0: Mm, okay, so good that, enough.
2: Good enough way to start off Black History Month. It's pretty means. much the equivalent of what would be commonly known as a first look deal, basically, which is is good. You know, help get his uh his shingle out there a little more. His what? His shingle. What does that mean? His shingle. Yeah, that's that's what some of these uh, such some slang for a production company. Okay, or the name. Yeah, I think you made. It. Yeah. No, I didn't make that up. I you think, you, you can think, look it up. I, 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 I have no reason to lie here. Hmm. I can say that with a straight face. Now, the yeah, interesting thing crooked. about this is... I'm sorry? It crooked. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I just got a big nose. It's okay.
1: Yeah, well, you are black.
2: That I am. Yeah. <laughs> say
1: so, it loud. So, so Negro nostrils over there. That's
0: yeah, so where you kiss my ass. <laughs> but yeah, the interesting thing about that is when when people saw Black Panther, I think they gravitated... More to the supporting characters than they did the main character.
2: That's a, that's fair to say.
0: So i I wonder if this would have the same effect, depending on the types of characters. If you can bring characters from the movies yeah. to TV, would they be willing to do that, or do you just create new characters?
2: And obviously, a co- combination
0: like, of both. Yeah, it's like you know, four tribes that you can kind of you know talk
2: about. Yep. in each and each episode, you yeah,
1: know? learn more about them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, and we still don't really know what the plot of Black Panther 2 is going to be, but could the show focus more on bringing the, back the, Michael the, B. Jordan? The power vacuum, <laughs> yeah. if there is one. Who knows? Yeah, there's a lot of untapped potential
0: for stories that took place in that five years during the snap.
2: Yeah. Or would it take place within a certain time period? I mean, could it yeah. jump back and forth? Yeah, it could. Mm-hmm. Terry, what are your thoughts on it? I'm,
3: I'm, I'm
1: interested. Okay. Sounds interesting. On how they're going to bring back Michael B. Jordan.
0: <laughs> well, you know that's the other rumor that's going on with uh, Black Panther Two. Yeah. So I I don't know how I feel about that. It's like if you want to let the character die, fine. Be. Then you now you got to come up with some BS reasoning for him coming back. Yep.
1: It might already be in the in the comics.
2: No. But, I don't but think so. As we know, the movies aren't beholden to the comics.
1: This is uh they they,
2: they pull certain elements. They pull the elements terms. that they pull the elements that, that, that fit their narratives. As with any comic book movie for the most part. Yeah. As with any adaptation. Any adaptation, yes. Yeah, this is like I said,
1: this is a special situation.
0: Yeah, it is. But yeah, there's a lot to you know, there's a lot of stories that kind of can kind of be pulled in terms of different tribes, different factions, what kind of political intrigue is going on within Wakanda? Because a lot, there's a lot of that that we didn't see in the first Black Panther. That's true, movie. they kind of just stuck to the main story. Their
1: history with Claw. Yeah, yeah. If they're going back, you know, mm-hmm. talk about
3: that. And do a young T'Chaka. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think there's a, there's a lot they could mine from,
1: even for, for uh, a Wakanda set story. At some point, mm-hmm. maybe his relationship with his brother, which led to him going to L.A. Mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And then that could segue into how they're going to bring back Michael B.
2: Jordan. Jesus <laughs> <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> But yeah, what else have you got going on over <laughs> there, Eric? Um, so I I never got a chance to see the most recent Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander, but uh, it's getting a sequel and it's going to be written and directed by Misha Green, uh, who uh, helmed Lovecraft Country on HBO. Terry, you've seen Lovecraft Country? Yep, oh, uh, loved it. What do you think about um. This new directorial choice for the new Tomb Raider, and have you seen the most recent Tomb Raider?
1: I have. I, I, I liked it. It, mm-hmm. it
2: was it enough of a departure from the Angelina Jolie movies for oh, it to kind of yeah. be because its own it, thing.
1: It follows more the reboot Tomb Raider games. Okay, a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's a more faithful adaptation. Yeah,
1: basically. yeah, yeah. As uh, Angelina Jolie's was somewhat, they were fun. I mean, they were. Yeah, you know, it was nothing like the video games. Right. It was something, I guess, a little like the video games, but not the same way as the reboots were. I'm, I'm interested in it because it, some of the stuff in Tomb Raider, can be interpreted as some of the same things like in Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. So I think,
2: I think going would be a pretty good fit. I, I, I'm thinking it would be. That's pretty cool. Not to mention, you know, you got another young, yep. you know, black filmmaker yep. taking the reins of, of a big property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. The majority of video game movies are not good. Yeah.
1: Which is it's
2: it's a shame because you, you have you have all that material to pull from and they have yet to make a, a really good one. Like you said, I have well, Like I said earlier. I haven't seen the new one, but I want to, and I've heard it's actually pretty good. It's, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty it's good. Decent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
1: not a House of the Dead.
2: <laughs> it's not a Tekken. It's not a Dead or Alive.
0: <laughs> is it on the same level
2: as Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> Oof! Jesus H Christ! This drill question isn't on the same level as a Street Fighter.
1: God damn! If y'all don't know. Every single one of those fucking movies we just named
2: sucked ass. Let me tell you something. Street Fighter is gold. For the wrong reasons. Yes. Legend of Chun-Li. We just forget that.
1: I'm going to be honest. I always forget that that movie exists. (laughs) Oh, You're (laughs) probably not the only one. That fucked her whole
3: career up. Yeah. Pronouns, pal. You're talking about Kristen Kruk.
1: Yeah,
3: there you go. From Smallville, yep.
2: There you go.
1: Fucked their whole career all up.
2: And and Chris Klein to an extent. Well, I mean, I mean, he did American Reunion after that, but yeah. Well, he was on. He that?
0: was the villain of season five of The Flash. Oh well, I haven't. Uh, I haven't, I haven't made it that far, so, so I, had, I had
1: no idea he was on. That.
0: <laughs> In my opinion, one of the worst seasons of that that
2: series, really. It was, it was not good.
1: Well, it's because every season, there was another Flash.
2: Well, if we can, you know, just take a
3: little detour. I find it
2: staggering that we might get an eighth season of The Flash. Yeah. And my question is this, and I haven't made it past season three, but how many stories can you tell with The Flash- Over 23 episodes a season.
0: The problem they have is you have the main overarching story, but you have to take detours Mm -hmm. and lengthen out that story. So you have to have episodes where, okay, well, oh, Barry lost his powers. And what are we going to do? And then, oh, we're going to go off on this, this side mission to this other earth to do this thing this weapon that we can build to to fight off the the main villain, and the main villain you may not see for maybe three or four episodes at a time, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of that going on. And then they have to shoehorn in the crossover episode, of course, with all the other Crisis. series and stuff. Yeah, Which of is, course.
1: Thank God, there's one less that they have to do now.
0: But that's the yeah, that's the downside. And I know season seven now is kind of cut short because of COVID nineteen, but Season 7 now... I guess season 6 was cut short because of that. So now season 7 starting up uh, next month. We'll see how that plays out. But now they're carrying over storylines that drug on far too long from previous... from season 6 into season 7. So we'll see how that side plays out.
1: Yeah. yeah, This this just... This is season... What did you say? 8? Season 8? Season 7 is coming up now. Yeah. Okay. So... Who's the the new Flash? No, it's still Barry Allen. No, what I mean the new Flash is there's another person with ties to the Speed Force, oh, I got you. the villain. No, it's
0: a uh, Mirror Master. Is oh, the so villain. now they
1: they finally got away from all of the
0: f- Speedster villains? Not necessarily. They they had Godspeed in there for a little bit, but I think he wasn't heavily featured in season six. And the Reverse Flash is always kind of you know. There in the back, looming in the background as a villain. But yeah, it's mostly now a Mirror Master, and Iris has been stuck in the mirror verse for well, good twenty episodes. That's I want to say hell she needs to be. It, at. it seems like all of that. all of season all of season six was that it started with that, and then there, there was a mirror duplicate <laughs> of Iris that was that kind of took over, and Barry didn't
1: realize it. That Shit, that's God. honestly one reason why I stopped watching that show too. Her character started to make me so angry that I just had to stop watching the fucking show,
2: yeah yeah like i said i I haven't made it past season three, so I mean maybe i'll
1: that's get when I started watching it. maybe
2: maybe not, but anyway i I had to ask that question because it just well, no, it's uh, fine. Yeah. if so so confounding, you know,
1: if Lori had a lived any longer on the Walking Dead. I would not have kept watching that show until <laughs> you same thing. I hated that character. I hated the, that character so much. Yeah.
0: Whew. Anyway. Interesting detour you took, but
2: yeah. Yeah, somebody you had, had, to, had to ask. Had to ask. That's, that's a lot of fucking episodes.
0: My my I, question I, is, why have they not had like an actual British actress play Laura Croft? That's the weird thing to me. You get Whoever is the the big name at the time, but it, it's got to be like some young British actor, like get a Daisy. Yeah, I was about to say get all Daisy the Star Wars movie. Yeah, get Daisy Ridley or whoever play Laura Croft, Clara Foy. Yeah. Oh well, she already played Elizabeth Salander and kind of. Ah, yeah, you're right. Nobody like that, so can't do that. I haven't seen that. I want to though. I haven't
3: either. I had a good trailer. Um. But yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Um one of the movies
2: that I think had one of the best marketing campaigns at the time was Cloverfield because we didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. We, we saw like rumors of this, of this uh, big event movie taking place in New York. Then there was the, um, I, I can't remember if, if it was the poster, but it wasn't titled, or if it was that, that teaser that played, I want to say, in front of the first Transformers, where it's found-footed style, it's New York City, there's some explosions, and then there's a shot from the street level, and then the, the head of the Statue of Liberty lands in the street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember that. Because there were rumors that, oh my God, it's going to be the longer awaited Voltron movie. you remember that
1: damn i don't
2: remember yeah i thought it was a damn godzilla movie because no i mean it was all bullshit like people are just thinking of things to say you know which i do want to see a voltron movie would never see it fingers crossed um yeah no one really knew what it was until they gave it this clover field what the fuck is that you know um but it, it ended up being very successful. It was found footage style. I think it was the feature film uh, directorial debut of Matt Reeves, who went on to do Let Me In, which is a remake of the vampire movie Let the Right One In. He directed uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, War for the Planet of the Apes, and is now doing The Batman. Uh, this was his first Planet movie.
1: The, huh? <laughs> the Batman, Planet of the Apes. <laughs>
2: Oh, Terry. What? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um
1: Did you guys like Cloverfield? I did. We, we all went to the movies and seen it. Yeah, but the
0: more the more I've seen it, probably the less I like it. Really? But I look at it in terms of you're in this horrible situation, put your camera down. Yes. Just go. Go wherever's it's safe, away from away from all the catastrophe and just don't worry about this. Put this fucking camera down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I was thinking that when I watched it. Now, when I saw it in theaters, I liked it. And I I remember the the shaky cam thing was, it took me a while to fucking get used to that shit. You know? Makes sense. True. But I'll never forget the ending when they're waiting on the rescue chopper. I think that's what it was. And it was TJ Miller who was holding the camera. And. They're out like in the open. And then he puts Central the camera. Park, right? I can't remember if it was Central Park or if they had made it somewhere else. But it was a wide open area because they were waiting on the rescue chopper. And then he, the camera pans up and it's the fucking monster. Like <laughs> He's underneath it. That shit freaked me out. And it was, it was legit terrifying.
1: Because, uh, T.J. Miller got stepped on, right?
2: Either that or Eaton was one of them, but he, I think he
1: died horribly. Because they, they got on the helicopter, the monster hit the helicopter, right? And they crashed. Yeah. And that's when they got under the bridge,
2: that I little bridge. I think so.
1: And she was talking on the shit, and then I think an explosion or something went off. I yeah. forgot what it was.
2: But at one point, wasn't there an, an aerial shot of the creature, like that's probably when they were on the helicopter. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you.
0: No, it was um when they were still in the city. You can and, and you can Manhattan. Yeah, you can barely see it, but you yeah. can kind of see like the top half of it as yeah. it's moving through the city. Yeah, I don't think you you don't really get a full view of it throughout the entire movie. But like I said, uh, until, until the very end. Though. Yeah, until, until I the, think end, yeah. the end. Yeah, is you the get a best. look at. It. Yeah,
2: because because in the teaser trailer, which was fucking brilliant, one of the best teaser trailers of all time. You never see it, yeah, but you see a lot of destruction and shit in New York yeah. City, and people are like, well,
1: what, what like the, the fuck movie. is
2: this? Right, yeah.
1: Really, it's like the movie. They yeah. didn't really have a whole lot to give away.
2: Right. Um, also, we got to mention, it's produced by J.J. Abrams. Well, Cloverfield is getting a direct sequel, uh, and this is per The Hollywood Reporter. Cloverfield, the J.J. Abrams-produced horror hit released in 2008 that launched filmmaker Matt Reeves on the path of genre auteur, is getting a sequel. Abrams' Bad Robot banner and Paramount Pictures have tapped rising British scribe Joe Barton to pen the script for the project, which, unlike its predecessor, will not be in the found footage format, according to sources. Uh, Abrams will produce alongside Bad Robot head of film Hannah Mangella. Matt Reeves is not involved with the project. Mm. Direct sequel. Because that movie ended with the
1: monster still whooping everybody's ass. Yeah, he was still around. Still <laughs> around, yeah.
2: Now, we have to mention that there were, um, I guess you could say, two spinoff movies to Cloverfield. There was the really well done 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Which was a, an absolute blast. Yeah. And then you have the
1: shoehorned,
2: yes, the not so good Cloverfield Paradox, which it is only related in name only, which it shouldn't be. The Cloverfield Paradox premiered right after the Super Bowl, the year that that year it came out, which was oh what, shit. What, four years ago, something like that. I think because because they, they dropped it on Netflix, Paramount mm-hmm. dropped it on Netflix, and they there was a Super Bowl spot. Go to Netflix immediately after the Super Bowl and watch the Cloverfield Paradox. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it is it really isn't a Cloverfield movie. That movie was its own separate entity. It was called the God Particle. They changed some things around to make it fit into the Cloverfield universe. The movie is dog shit. Yeah, this was I, I, 2018. I, 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 2018, 2018. Oh, 2018. Oh, damn. Okay. The movie's not good. Um, so with this Cloverfield sequel, of course, you know, there are no details as of yet, but it will be a direct sequel to the 2008 movie. It will be a legit movie, not in the found foot style, which excites me. Question is, what's going on now? You no, know, we're at in the timeline. Will it take place? Will it I think, be I think- directly after those events? Will it be now?
1: I think this is going to lead up to Pacific Rim.
2: <laughs> well, hey. Uh, no. I don't think so? Different studios. Pacific Rim is Warner Brothers.
0: Well, they could always have the government build a giant robot or something like it that could combat this giant alien.
1: And then it gets switched over to Warner Brothers. And <laughs> <they have laughs> Pacific Rim, Which yeah. is going to cross over with... Oh. Kong and Godzilla.
2: Yep, <laughs> I admire your wishful thinking. Terry. It's
1: it's all related. I, I it's all connected. It. I admire it.
3: I mean, yeah, it could happen. But with regards to a Cloverfield sequel, what do you think? Sure,
0: I think the found the found footage genre in and of itself is kind of dead and gone. But I do think. There's potential that there to expand that story. And I, I hope they don't do the whole thing of, oh, we're just going to follow this one person or his girlfriend mm-hmm. or his group of people. See what's
1: happening like around the world. If it's, if it's, I'm, I guarantee it's going to be that that type of narrative. It's going to follow one set person, yeah. you know, in a small group around that person.
2: Because there, like, there was a whole marketing campaign built around Overfield. Yeah. Well, like, right up until its release and even after. I mean, the whole backstories and shit like that. You you remember that stuff? Uh, vaguely. <clears throat> yeah. Like, of course, there was some evil corporation at the center of it. I yeah. forgot what it was called, though. But
0: but I do I do think it would be more interesting to me if they kind of expanded in terms of how is the world reacting to it? Was there more than one creature to drop down? Right. And if there was, then how do people in... Let's say in Japan, react to how people yeah. in Africa reacting to it. Yeah. Well, the people and in Japan, Japan that, are, they're used to it. Well, yeah, that's another that's another day at the office for them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that would be an interesting side yeah. to it. Yeah, I keep keep the human ele- element if you want to, mm-hmm. but maybe don't follow the exact same route. This group of characters, because if you do, it's going to end up being yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, where you're not really interested in what the, the human side is doing. Right, you just want to see this big monster yep. destroy stuff. Yep. Yep.
2: I agree, my man.
0: What would they call it? Back to Cloverfield? Return to I, Cloverfield 2? Uh,
2: I mean, e- even Cloverfield in and of itself is a weird name. I mean, I don't, they I don't might. know if that name really had any important significance or... Maybe
1: that's the project name from the that company. could be I,
2: you might be right i bet that's exactly what they do they just call it cloverfield mm-hmm. oh god don't. don't i bet i do that I bet that's what they're gonna do i fucking hate that don't call your sequel don't have your sequel be the same title <laughs> as the first fucking movie oh you're talking about whether like... it's a prequel or a sequel don't give it the same exact title that's stupid the thing i was just halloween <laughs> Stop coming to America.
1: <clears throat> yeah, Halloween. Right. It was called Halloween too. Which one? Uh, Halloween also. <laughs> Halloween as well.
0: Halloween too. Yeah. yeah. I just that's, I fucking hate that.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's annoying. Yeah.
0: But yeah, we'll see what they did. Maybe see. It'd
1: be just maybe be Clover Cloverfield too.
0: Cloverfields. Ah. Good one. That's you it. Add the, when you add the S on it. That's how you
2: know it's a secret. Yep. Oh, this is the, yeah. the yep. next one. Yeah, like like aliens, yep. aliens.
1: That's so. that that right there. It doesn't going, always work. It, though. There you go. That's it. He did. <laughs> that's that's right right yeah.
2: Clover
0: fields. <laughs> that's what they'll call it.
1: Because Maybe, remember, it was it was more. It wasn't just the big monster. You had it is, little, it, little, it little had a little it a little babies. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Which I was fucking. That's what I mean. That's the
1: scarier part.
2: What if like were in the dark?
0: Yeah, what if that wasn't the only creature that dropped down right.
2: on Earth? Yeah.
1: And what if, well, as I was gonna say, what if each one of those little things, whatever, I forgot where they came from, mm-hmm. had the potential to become one of them big motherfuckers? Yeah. Jeez.
3: Yeah.
2: There you go. Cloverfield is a better version of the Godzilla that came out in two, uh, 1998. 1998, yeah. Yeah. It's a better version of that. It is. <laughs>
1: that, that Godzilla wasn't as bad. The Godzilla.
3: It just was not a good movie. You
0: mean the, the design of the creature itself? Yeah. It, it was more of a
2: fucking dinosaur.
0: Yeah. The, you guys remember there was an animated-
2: That, that marketing <laughs> campaign was better than the movie. Oh, hell yeah. You guys remember there was an Taco animated Bell, series? Yep.
1: Connected to the you yeah. had the that and Momo uh, Kong had one yeah but then I, I remember there was
0: one I don't remember because I didn't exist then but there was one in the sixties that was a Godzilla animated series shit it was 60s or sixties or seventies but yeah it was weird they they made an animated spinoff of the ninety eight movie it was like all right
1: yeah Taco Bell was on the shit back then oh yeah you yeah, exactly right. saw one
0: little cup holders the Godzilla
2: cup holder. The, the toys. Yeah, mm-hmm. was, was a big promotional campaign. It, it was it lots
1: was for a lots a of merch. Awful fucking movie
2: from the director of Independence Day. Yep, that that movie had a great teaser trailer too. Because you didn't see aside from you, you didn't see the creature, but you, uh, I think it was the. I think it was like the, the 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 homeless guy on the dock on the dock fishing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, and uh, it, something
2: bites. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh shit! I I got something." And then you see the fucking ocean swells like holy shit, mm-hmm. and he's running. And of course, the dock is exploding behind him. <laughs> and then the the size does matter. Shit, <laughs> fuck. Because and, and that you, you saw his foot. You at, saw that
1: at that at that time, I think. He was the largest Godzilla. If I'm not mistaken, it may have been one more that was bigger than he was. But he if he wasn't the biggest, he was the second biggest.
2: Yeah, he wasn't the biggest. Yeah, but he was up there. But he wasn't.
1: The I'm pretty sure he was bigger than the Japanese versions of Godzilla. Well, I mean,
2: he's, you know what's crazy? This motherfucker ran through the MetLife building, but the MetLife building was still structurally intact. Give me a fucking break. Oh, you about when he hid inside that bitch? No, no. There's a scene in the movie when you see the Met Life building and there's a, a fucking hole in it. Like he ran through it.
1: That oh. in oh, 1998
2: Yeah. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah.
1: Who produced this movie? Who was the company behind it?
2: Roland Emmerich and Dean Devlin. Yeah. Who was the company behind it? Oh, it was um Fox. Hmm. Yeah. 20th century. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> Terry, Terry knows. There <laughs> we go. Anyway, moving on. Cloverfield yeah. sequel. Hopefully, it'll be good. We'll see it when it happens. Yeah, yeah. size size does matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey,
0: <laughs> they know they know about size. Yeah, <laughs> they, they appreciate know, they size.
2: Appreciate size.
0: That's right. See, see uh, size matters. We're gonna take a small break, and we'll be right back with more. We like it so what. Right after this. All right. And we're back yes. with more We Like It So What. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. That's all the latest news updates. All the latest goings on with your guys at We Like It So What. So, Erica, what
2: else you got going on in news, the news world? So uh, we got a movie that's currently shooting in our home state of North Carolina.
1: you oh, home state.
2: What movie is that, Eric? It is the You're black. To be your home state too, Terry. Yeah,
1: yeah you know, it ain't my home state is always Virginia. It's where I was born and raised. All
2: right, fine. Jamal, North Carolina is our home state. Yeah, our that's where y'all were terror. born and raised. Shit,
1: don't lump me in with y'all fucking oh, motherfucker. <laughs>
2: yeah, go back to your commonwealth. <laughs> you fucking spook. Anyway, we look down our noses you (laughs) you fucks we give you the middle finger up there you bastards anyway (laughs) Um, so no uh, the black phone is currently shooting in North Carolina it is Scott Derrickson's movie that he is shooting now Um, Ethan Hawke just joined the cast the plot is being kept under wraps uh, Derek and frequent collaborator C. Robert Cargill, who also uh, co-wrote Dr. Strange with him, uh, and also has a great podcast as well, adapted the script based on Joe Hill's short story. Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King. But took his mom's last name. Huh? Yeah. Took his mom's oh, okay. name. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but no, Ethan, Ethan Hawke joined the cast. Uh, it's a Blumhouse production.
1: I wonder, is it a rotary phone?
2: Is it a flip phone? It could be a rotary phone.
1: Cause when you hear the name I mean, hear that? People old enough. The think, black phone. Yeah, you think it of a rotary automatically phone that rotary phone in yep. your grandma's living room. Yep. yep. Or in our living room, because we had
0: a okay, so, phone. Yeah. So Scott Derrickson was able to do this movie, but not Doctor Strange 2,
2: for whatever reason. Um probably he's he's not under any kind of pressure to make this Because this is this is Blumhouse. Yeah. They have a lot of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, and, and very minimal, if any, studio interference. And if there is any, it's Jason Blum saying, okay, what else can I do for you to help make this good or better, you know? Yeah, he said, okay, we're going to make the first scary
0: MCU film. And they said, no, no, you're not. Go work on something else. We're going get, to get a safe director in here. Named Sam Raimi. He'll, he'll do it for us. I wonder why they couldn't like keep him on for that movie. I mean,
3: I'm sure he wanted to do it. Absolutely.
0: Well, I thought on. that was
3: a good ass idea. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Especially with, with Derrickson coming from a, a flat horror background.
1: Yeah. And there are. But Sam Raimi too. Oh, yeah, him yeah, too. Both, yeah, Yeah, they both. Yeah.
0: I mean, Sam Raimi's horror pedigree is a little bit higher yes. than Scott Derrickson's, it's but a, they're they it's a were, little weirder, though. Yeah, yeah,
1: but they were a lot weirder. It was a
2: lot, a lot more uh, vision, well, kinetic and hyper. Yeah, you know, whereas whereas Derrickson's is more subtle.
0: Yeah, because there's like some some horror elements in Doctor Strange, absolutely. But I, I don't see why they couldn't have you know gotten him back. Have him crank it up a little bit if he wants to. I mean, yeah. the idea of any sequel is always make it bigger and better than the first. Pretty much. So maybe somewhere along the way, he he had ideas that didn't jive with whatever Marvel Studios wanted to do, and the amicable split. Yeah. I don't. There's no such thing as an amicable split. You don't think to so? To me, there isn't. On in any instance. Why not? Think so? No. Why not? I think it's always a matter of. What one person wants to do more than the other, and if one person has more influence or more say, then the other person kind of, the other person that isn't in line with that kind of has to give way. So, if a studio says or a director, producer, whoever says, "Yeah, this is this is what we're going to do," and then the director says,
2: "Okay, all right, well, I'm gonna gonna leave." Well, that, that's not to say that there still can't be. A a decent relationship after the fact, right? Yeah, he's he's still producing. That's what that that
1: comes from. Is what what he just said. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, look at um um,
2: they agreed to disagree. Yeah, but but he'll still be producing. Yeah, because
1: I can't I can't have you direct. Right. Cause I that's not the direction I want to go. Right. All right. right. Well I can't direct
2: right. because this is the direction I want to go. Yeah. But I so, still I still value your yeah. your input and your presence. So
1: Or 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 It's Disney. I know it's gonna make money. So yeah. yes, I'll put my name on this.
2: Yeah, who that too. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 also I mean uh uh A lot of the success of Doctor Strange can be attributed to Scott Derrickson's visual style. I mean, he directed the fucking thing, and and Doctor Strange is a visually stunning movie. Yeah. Um, and they shot that really fast, by the way. That's what she
1: said. Oh shit!
2: Jesus Christ! Uh, (laughs) But look at uh, Edgar Wright in Ant Man. He was attached to Ant Man for years. But but his ideas didn't mesh with what they were gonna do for the overall arc of the MCU. But he still has writing credit and producer credit. It's like it's all good. Yeah, I know what I wanted to do doesn't mesh with what you guys are trying to do. I see what you're trying to do. My ideas and my pitch isn't gonna work for that. And man, cool. It may not have worked
1: for a broad
2: universe. Right. His was probably more of a singular story mm-hmm. with no tie-ins to anyone else.
1: Which they probably could do that, still. All, every movie doesn't have to necessarily be connected. Right. You know, because yeah. they did do their own things yeah. from time to
2: time. Yeah. But at the time, it needed to be because of yeah, what yeah, they yeah. were trying so to do. So,
1: yeah. I mean, they could still go
2: back to it. And and who knows? I mean, that's not to say that Scott Derrickson couldn't come back for Doctor Strange 3. Yeah. Now, let me know? ask you, does that make sense? What do you mean?
1: Doctor Strange to go through some stuff, just use him as an example. And people say, Well, the fuck, Tony Stark didn't help.
2: He's oh, there's now. always saying. that. Yeah. yeah,
1: You know what I mean? Like Spider Man, the shit that he be going through, the sinister sex.
2: Yeah. Well, where, where was that? Well, that happens. Like, well, come on.
1: N- nobody else in New York heard that he was getting his ass right. whooped by six <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. And- it's easier
0: to pull off in the comics than it, it is. is in the movies. Yep. Exactly. Absolutely. It really is.
2: Yeah.
1: Cause if yeah. I was Spider Man, I I'd, I'd be a little hurt. <laughs> right. It's like y'all seen me on the news getting my ass jumped, <laughs> and
2: yeah. nobody
1: came to help me. Yeah. Not even Silver Sable, Black Cat. Where you at?
0: <laughs> Did Black Cat pick up the black phone and call Spider Man, nice. or not call Spider Man? Nice. What What would she have called? Uh, I mean, I can see a personal hotline,
2: maybe so? Uh Probably not. So, the. Well, actually, <laughs> something that we uh, haven't talked about kind of segueing, you know, with Ethan Hawke joining this production, which Ethan Hawke is great. He always classes the joint up with whatever he does. He, if it's a lead role, supporting role, he adds that um, presence and gravitas to anything he does. Mm-hmm. He's also the villain in Moon Knight. We didn't cover that, I don't think.
1: No, we
0: haven't. No. Which may or may not be starring Oscar Isaac.
1: They still haven't right. really confirmed. Well, it, it, the, 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 the article that I've seen that, that said that. Did it confirm it? It, it, it didn't confirm, but it said but it opposite didn't. Oscar Isaacs. Okay. But it didn't Ooh, deny either. Yeah.
2: Okay, I got you.
1: So I don't, I don't know what's
2: going on with that. Here. Yeah. But, but Ethan Hawke is confirmed. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know who's going to play. Hawk, Hawkman. <laughs> Maybe.
1: A star, uh, where's uh, a gun uh, so I can shoot myself Dark Hawk. <laughs> Dark Hawk? Yeah. Uh, Dark that's, Hulk. No. Lady, La- La- Hawk. No. Lady Lady Hawk. Yeah, there you go. That's not a Marvel shit. He's got Marvel. Hawk in the it's name. Not a, Damn it. No.
2: He's playing Lincoln Hawk. <laughs> 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 He's gonna arm
0: wrestle Moon Knight in a battle of supremacy. Yeah. But yeah, it, that's an interesting pick for an MCU production. Especially even even a Disney Plus production is that something? To get like Ethan Hawke,
1: more they, Fox because you had no. Kevin Bacon played Sebastian Shaw, which was a it was a terrible version, but that's kind of kind of seemed like it's on that same level. What do you mean, Kevin Bacon? Ethan Hawke? They're they they're a similar mold to me.
2: Okay, I see.
0: Yeah, I see what you mean. I think Ethan Hawk is. A little more of a versatile actor. Almost, almost,
1: uh, yeah, acting wise, I'm going to put him a, a tier above, mm-hmm. A tier and a half.
2: He, unless they he, start, unless they dancing. He, he yeah. Ethan Hawke, is a great actor. Yes, yeah. he really is. Whether it's it's whether it's uh, you know like a small low budget movie, whether it's genre, whether it's prestige, whether it's big budget, he can do it all. Yeah, he's a phenomenal actor, and he has been acting since 1985. In the Explorers, yeah, I love that fucking movie. Been, Jesus been Christ, in the game. long time for a while, yeah. And and he's 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 one of those actors who he's always working, and each project is different than the last. Unlike. he's he's incredibly versatile. Mm. <laughs> yeah well <Right>. you know. <laughs> so it, it's it's good knowing that that the Disney plus shows can attract that that level of talent to um, to their um, their MCU shows or whatever it may be Ethan Ethan Hawke's a, a, a good he's a good get
1: well, they get they got some top notch actors yeah.
3: in the MCU yeah. mm-hmm. sure do yep
1: still don't know who he's playing though
3: No, they may try to keep that under
2: wraps until whenever. Which is good. Which is good, yes. Which is good. Because I think, I haven't seen their movies, but the guys that did The Endless and, what was that other movie? They recently did a movie with Anthony Mackie on Netflix, but it's like a directing duo. But they- Oh, is it Outside the Wire? No. um, It's a different movie. Oh.
0: Um, as he has a bunch of them. He does. He's got a few, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, one of them wasn't, wasn't Netflix. It was... Um, I can't remember what it came out on Because I wanted to see that one. It was another sci-fi movie.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, um, kind of like Time Travel in a way. Was
1: that one I time? Think.
2: I think. Because I, that's the one they did, but I can't remember the name it of it. It just came but, out like a month or so ago. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Those are the guys that did that too. And, and they... They do these crazy, mind bending, thought provoking sci fi movies. These are the guys that are doing Moon Knight. Okay. So that should be pretty interesting.
1: Outside so, the um, Wire was, it was okay. Uh,
2: uh, Benton and Moorhead uh, are their names. I can't remember their first names, but that's what they go under is Benton and Moorhead. Oh, is like it? Neville Dean
0: slash Taylor? Neville Dean Taylor. Yep. It's like that. Synchronic is what you're thinking of. Synchronic. That it? Yeah. yeah. That's it.
2: All right. What else you got going on for news, um, Eric? So, so James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, uh, the synopsis has been released. And it is as follows. Welcome to hell, a.k.a. Bel Reeve, the prison with the highest mortality rate in the U.S. of A, where the worst supervillains are kept and where they will do anything to get out, even join the super secret. Super Shady, Task Force X. Today's do-or-die assignment assemble a collection of cons, including Bloodsport, Peacemaker, Captain Boomerang, Ratcatcher 2, Savant, King Shark, Blackguard, Javelin, and everyone's favorite psycho, Harley Quinn. They armed them heavily and dropped them, literally, onto the remote enemy-infused island of Corto Maltese. Bang. 89 Batman. That's where Vicky Vale was. She took. No, that was uh, Santa Prisca is where yeah, Bane is from. Prisca. Yeah, Vicki Vale went to Corto Maltese. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, trekking through a jungle teeming with militant uh, adversaries and guerrilla forces at every turn, the squad is on a search and destroy mission with only Colonel Rick Flagg on the ground to make them behave and Amanda Wallace government techies in their ears tracking their every movement. And as always, one wrong move, and they're dead, whether at the hands of their opponents, a teammate, or Waller herself. Mm. If anyone's laying down bets, the smart money is against them. All of them. Suicide Squad, I'm sorry, The Suicide Squad, is set to premiere on HBO Max and in theaters on August 6th. So you said Gorilla Force. Is that like Gorilla
0: Grodd? That's is what gonna I was in? thinking.
1: So it's, uh, oh, that's
0: gu- Gorilla.
1: What about uh, Monsieur Mala? <laughs> there you go. That's another one.
0: Oh, that's Gorilla. Guerrilla.
1: Or the the Guerrilla tactic. Humanite, Guerrilla. Ultra humanite. Yep, there's another
0: one. That would have been interesting. I mean, why why not? But yeah, okay, now that now that you've read that synopsis, it does not sound at all like the first movie.
1: No. Whew, thank God. Yeah. Still got Rick Flag
3: in there.
2: I think James Gunnell. Yeah, I hope so. Or, or pull a better performance out of out of Kinneman than Ayer did. I or so. he yeah, might but, kill him off. But, but again, that's not say saying. And say to hell with it. Again, that's not saying that. That'd be the
1: best thing because they should have fired his ass. <laughs> <the first moment. laughs>
2: yeah. I no, would, no, no one is safe in this movie. I would no have
1: one. thought that Amanda would have
3: uh, fired his ass.
1: Maybe he's Maybe he's got one in his neck now too. Hey man,
0: that's entirely possible. It is. Maybe yep. who was
1: who was interested in this
0: bloodsport? bloodsport. He's bloodsport, mm-hmm. not Deadshot. It's correct. So they Quite said, like, so they said, okay, we can get this black actor, this famous black actor, back for the sequel. So we'll get another famous black actor, have him play a character that looks very similar and yeah. probably has a similar story arc. I'm sure. Yeah. Same, maybe not. Why did they
1: do Bronze Tiger like the, the cartoon did? I don't know. It would have been
3: I don't interesting. know. Yeah. ask James Gunn.
1: Well
2: WB said do it do what you want.
1: If you look at it, he 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 has some obscure characters in there. And maybe that's
2: characters that's I've never it. heard of. That's part but of that's it That's good though. Yeah. Obscure characters, fuck it. They're in, they're expendable anyway. Yeah. You know. Expendable, not that movie. Oh, okay.
1: Part four coming soon.
2: <laughs> so yeah, that Ooh. is that is the official synopsis of the Suicide Squad. Also, uh, the Peacemaker spinoff, uh, starring John Cena, is shooting right now in mm-hmm. Vancouver. James, so we know Gunn. at
1: least one character that probably won't die.
0: Possibly. Well, I think that's supposed to be like a prequel of sorts
1: ah. to this. So he could still die. Which,
2: because apparently James Gunn wrote all eight episodes of the Peacemaker series right after he shot uh, the Suicide Squad. He already had them written. And now they're being shot. So if they, let's say if they
0: fast track the post-production on it, I hate to say, I hate to put it in those terms, but it's possible that they could line it up right with the premiere of the Suicide Squad. Right. And that way, you can watch this Peacemaker series and then go straight into the movie. X Files style. Yeah. Yep. Or not, or binge it all in a day and then go see the movie. Mm-hmm. Or sit on the couch, binge it all,
1: then click over to the Suicide Squad yeah. and skip the theater. Because it'll probably be what, eight, six episodes? Eight episodes. And they're not going to make a, a lot of episodes. Yeah. So. Which I hate because division only has what, six? I think so. No, it's supposed to be nine. Is, is it nine? It? And
0: then I've heard 10. Oh, should shit. It be 10.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that makes me feel a little better because they on episode four now. And I'm like, this <laughs> should just start picking up. I they got the two episodes <laughs> left.
2: Yeah. But it's, I, I think, I think the fact that they're actually shooting the Peacemaker series now could possibly be a testament to how good the movie could be. Because or it is. Or maybe it's, just it's, how
1: it, good Peacemaker is.
2: Or both. I mean, it, it's rare that you have it that you shoot a movie and you're already shooting the spinoff before the movie's even released. That's right. a, that's a pretty big vote of confidence on behalf of the studio to to James Gunn. Yep, they were able to look past those. Uh, yep, those, I was waiting those on dirty tweets. Yeah, he, he I did. I
0: was waiting on it. Dirty tweets. It's all right. It's don't don't worry it. about it, Jim. We got. Oh, we I'm got pretty a sure job he ain't worried you. about it. No, <laughs> definitely not. He looks at his probably probably looks at his bank account every exactly. day. Something. Okay.
3: Yeah.
2: And and also, probably how good John Cena is in that role. Yep. Because, yeah, people can hate on him and whatnot, but he's he's actually making some pretty big moves here lately.
1: Yeah. Have you, speaking of, I just so happened to watch Playing With Fire.
2: Mm-hmm. Well.
1: Uh, Monday, I think. Uh-huh. Sunday. Maybe I think it was Sunday. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, you can't win them all. <laughs> you got You got you to do something for the kids sometimes.
1: Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> in in his in his adult fare, he's proven to be pretty a whole lot more successful. Yeah. Adult,
1: of adult.
2: Rated, those kind of, rated oh. R movies. Oh, not those kinds mom. of movies.
0: Okay, I got you.
1: I thought that movie would have been a whole lot better with him. You know, he's, he's, yeah. he does pretty good. With John Leguizamo, yeah. Keegan Michael Key. He did about what I expected him to do. <laughs> yeah. Although he wasn't bad he wasn't bad in it. Yeah. He had some he had some some moments in that it was that yeah. was pretty good. But, yeah.
2: but no, good I'm on Cena. This could be a, a, a pretty big this kind of help boost his profile, you know? Play a superhero that is incredibly violent, you know, just turn him loose. I think they'll try to work in a, a five knuckle shuffle Let's hope on not. the bad guys. Let's and, hope not. No. With well, that big ass hand cannon shit, all you gotta do is pull the trigger. You ain't you ain't gotta do nothing extra. Yeah. So we'll see. What do you mean? We'll see. Well, we might not be able to see him. But, right. But so you know, we'll see, we'll, him? we'll see the show. We'll <laughs> Can't see him. But yeah, but I but yeah, as soon as I read Corto Maltese, I was like, that's where Vicky Vale was in '89 Batman. That's pretty neat. Maybe it'll tie in nice little Easter egg. Maybe it'll tie in. If I'm not mistaken, I think the movie is set. During the '80s, is it? Is it? Is it I'm not sure. Or? I think it. I think it might be. A, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Nope. It's not a period piece. It's a. It's a sequel. It takes place now. Okay, so yeah. it's not. I was about to say. How is yeah, it? It takes place now. How
0: would they have a oh, sequel yeah. set
2: right in the '80s? Yeah, Rick,
1: Rick Flag would be a fucking small jail. Yeah. yeah. If if that. Yeah. No, it takes place now. Yeah.
2: It just looks like it's like it's um, it might be set in that time. Which that's fine. That's but what I, was, I wish
0: they had done with the X Men movies instead of saying, "Oh, this is 1962."
2: Oh wow. yeah. Ten years later, as far as taking it that far back,
0: no, not even that. It's like you could have a an aesthetic or a mood that is similar to the '60s. Okay, but you don't have to necessarily say, "Okay, this movie takes place in nineteen sixty uh, I got
2: you.
0: I got you. Then the sequel takes place ten years later. Everybody looks exactly the same. Uh, I see what you're saying. Oh, it's, it, the hair changed. The hair is different. That was it.
1: Not, because I was going to ask, why not, didn't they call it "Not Nary a, sp- a Speck Squad? of Gray"? No. Why didn't they call it The Suicide Squad 89?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's not. Then it would have been get, get into
0: that. People would have <laughs> had to make wishes to uh,
2: make what? Get that wish to, to get, to get, get their point across. You have to wish it. You have to wish it. <laughs> wish it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> no, no. No, 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 no. no. I have to wish it. You have to wish it. Wish it. Touch me.
0: Touch me. Say so yeah, a Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> the Suicide Squad will have a better reaction, and hopefully, shit. I think do. it already has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The DC fandom
1: footage I saw, I thought looked pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I already think it's a better movie.
0: Yeah. It can't be any worse. You're damn right. Nah.
1: It's WB. Well, yeah, that's it. Yeah, don't dare them.
0: (laughs) You guys got any final thoughts on this uh, episode before we wrap it up?
1: Was it fucking Jerry Springer? Yeah,
0: (laughs) Terry Springer. Yeah, yeah, he did have the final thought. Yeah, Yeah. Terry Springer. You have any final thoughts, Terry Springer? (laughs) Terry Springer.
1: Gotta clear the audience out and let me go up here and sit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After all that, that uh, conflict and
2: fighting. Um, there was something I wanted to mention to you guys. I saw a link where um, Mads Mikkelsen was talking about how chaotic the uh, the reshoots were on Rogue One, because they reshot a chunk of that movie.
1: I forgot about that.
2: Mm. Oh, yeah. And, um, and in a recent interview on the Happy Sad Confused podcast, Galen Urso actor, the great Mads Mikkelsen, I might add shared his take on the reshoots. He says some of it was a little chaotic. There was no secret that there was some rewriting in the script while we were doing it. And when you do that, it's obviously very tricky for the actors to know what, uh, to know, well, what am I carrying into this room now? Or I opened the door, I'm not back to what happened before. So there was some of that. Having said that, it always felt like a solid story. A young girl lost who doesn't know where she belongs in the world, Then an Oppenheimer story unfolds. She's always heard that he, her father, Galen Erso, was this. And then she realizes he was that. And it was quite beautifully written. At the end of the day, the challenges, uh, the changes that were in the film were not as dramatic as people talk about. It was tweaks. But obviously, if you do it while you're working on it, it can be confusing.
3: Which, yeah, I bet.
0: He said Cause, all because you won't
2: know what you're doing from
0: one day to the next. Yeah, and all of that was said with a Danish
3: accent. Yep, mm. very Danish. Not cheese Danish though. Uh, no, okay,
2: but yeah, I, I think that makes sense. Yeah, and the crazy thing is that you really can't tell. Watch the movie because a lot of times, if you if you especially one of these big movies, if there's additional shooting or reshoots, you can. Kind of tell, maybe because the the continuity of how someone's appearance, Justice League, yeah, might be off, or just but,
1: the feel of the movie. It seems like it get it, it just like it was it was trucking along, and yeah. then it just got interrupted by something,
2: right? Yeah, like or, it's like, why, yeah. Why does it look different now? Oh, yeah. okay. Wait a minute. Now it looks. Yeah, you can kind of tell. Oh, well, sometimes but, you
1: can tell it's just
2: it's it's forced in, right? But with Rogue One. It that movie st- still fucking works, even if you watch the the first theatrical trailer, that has a lot of shit that is not in this movie. That's because they they didn't fucking use it. You know, remember remember the shot of of uh, Jen Erso on the catwalk and the Tie Fighter comes up in front of her. No, you don't remember that. That's in the trailer. Mm-hmm. It's not in the movie, or or the shot of her holding. Um, the plans of the best star and her casting Andor, like they're running on the beach and the AT are shooting at them on the beach. Kind of remember that. Not in the movie. Yeah. That's been cut out. That changed all that shit, but, but everything still works. And, and I think, cause I think Tony Gilroy, who, 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 uh, rewrote the, the, um, the added footage is directing the Cassian Andor prequel series for Disney Plus. And that's I think they showed I think it was during the um like the Big Disney and the Disney. Disney <laughs> Disney. The Big Disney investors call like they actually showed um Footage of them shooting the the new Cast in the Andor show, like they're building all these big ass fucking sets yep. and all this cool stuff. So that's gonna be a pretty neat prequel prequel series because we right. know what happens to them. But as I was gonna say, is Rogue it's,
1: One was a really good fucking movie. Fuck yeah,
2: it was good. It
1: sucks. Everybody fucking died.
2: Well, they had to. They had to. Yeah, I know, but I'm yeah. just saying it just it it sucks. Yeah, because th- those were really cool characters. Yeah, because and you I would, were
1: invested in pretty much all of them. I would have liked for um, Rise of Skywalker. To so have ended like that, <laughs> they killed off every <laughs> one Everybody of those fucking like yeah. <laughs> and started something else.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. And and the cool thing about Rogue One is that, like I said a minute ago, you you like every single one of those characters. Well, like like the main characters, um, uh, like Jyn Erso, Cassian Andor, K Two S O was the robot. Oh, I'm excuse me, the droid, I believe. There was Donnie Yen's character. I can't remember what his name was. The blind
1: the blind swordsman.
2: Yeah, with the um the uh the, the boat boat, staff, The bow yeah. staff. And and his homeboy that had that fucking minigun. I should I'd watch a show with just those two motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, it... When Rogue One was being made, you would think that it wouldn't work, given what he just said, all of the you know the reshoots and the rewriting and whatnot. But it totally works.
1: Rogue One seems like something we would get now after Mandalorian.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It it has that feel to
3: it. Yep. It's it's real. It's good. Yeah, and it's good. I guess
1: that's what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, I think they're ready to start shooting season. Uh, three of that,
2: um, right after Book of Oba Fett, which they're shooting now. Yeah, yep. And then they're gonna go right into season three. Yeah.
0: So just enough to tide people over until Mandalorian season three. Okay. Yeah. It's a good time to be a Star Wars Maybe fan until
1: you actually watch season two. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, I'll let I'll let you guys have the let you guys share the excitement for me.
1: It ain't the same. That's I mean it's fine. This is three part harmony.
2: All right, it's, it's sadly, Terry. For the most part, it's two. It's
1: supposed to be a trio, but it yeah, it's do supposed
2: that, to be. I guess. You know what, Terry? You'll never find. <laughs> <cry. laughs>
0: You're gonna miss my love.
2: <laughs> and they're gonna be and Eric in the background.
0: Yep, <laughs> <Just> sing along.
3: It's
2: <laughs> carrying along. Le- <laughs> Leave me high and dry. Yeah, with gonna, no fucking I'm water. Throat this dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna wrap this episode up.
0: Uh, yeah, it's been a pretty good one. Yeah, talked about a wide variety of news that people can use. We
2: covered a lot of stuff.
0: So, yeah, hopefully, you uh, and you guys, whoever's listening, enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at We Like It So What. Keep up with all the latest shenanigans. you know, something I was thinking of doing. <laughs> I thought before I get out of here, what if we? You think you guys be interested in doing a, a June bug challenge video? No. What the fuck
1: is a June bug challenge? You haven't seen that
0: on uh, Instagram? No, I don't I don't keep up with this shit. Okay. We you can know do the, the silhouette challenge. You know no. You know what the you know the <laughs> You know what that is, but you don't know what the June bug challenge is?
1: No, I ain't seen Okay,
0: no. after this episode is of I'll show you an example. I thought it would be pretty funny if we if we put it on the uh the Instagram page.
1: If we do a busted challenge, you think we'll cross over?
0: No, that will be the end of it. <laughs> They'll end the, the busted challenge.
1: Ain't that, ain't that the same thing as putting on a dress?
2: Uh shit, what yes. dress? Huh? What dress? I'm saying that's that's
1: in, in the same line.
0: Okay. No. No. I'm that's where I'm gonna draw the line and say that... <laughs> So yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of We Like It, So What? I've been Jamal Murphy. I've been Eric Bethel.
3: I'm still Terry Gravely.
0: This has been We Like It, So What? And we will catch you next time.